0: This podcast and its parent website are supported by its listeners and readers. If you enjoy what you hear and read at Ride or Die, please consider supporting our continued creation at patreon.com slash or die. Welcome to the Ride or Die podcast, featuring your hosts, andrew michael spence boyd chris willis and nathan mackey enjoy the show
1: Welcome to the writer Day podcast, Woo. reunion edition, in yeah. a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, but interestingly, uh, we haven't posted the last show that we recorded before we oh, back really? together, so it's, it's going to be like one and two, one, two. <laughs> one and two one and, <laughs> two. one and two, one and two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're so shaking order,
2: up the scheduling. We're on the ones and Keep twos. everybody on their toes. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. It's yeah, cool. don't don't even. Uh, so what I'm, else is new? I got a flu shot today. You got I'm, a flu I'm, shot? I'm you know, pretty flu. sure I'm going to get sick.
0: Yeah. I haven't eaten. i a little loopy.
2: We're we're drinking. Uh, okay, let, let's let's. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what's happening with you? What? Uh, oh nothing, yeah, nothing. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, address the elephant in the room. Uh, I used that joke in the pre-show, and it totally nailed. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it! Killed. Uh, yeah, it guilt was my even, own, yeah. My guilt is the one that uh, halted this. But this week's uh, beer of the show, all the way from the
1: dusky shores of
2: Denmark. What? <laughs>
1: I like how Nate just cut down the banter section. It was just like... He gave dunks. us like a solid minute <laughs> yeah, five. Yeah, minute five. If I, and if I don't think it's going anywhere, I'm cutting you down.
2: We were um,
0: going somewhere. I was going to tell you about what I'd eaten today. You it was oh, a Vietnamese. You oh, weren't going. Is Did Vietnamese, you really have Vietnamese food? Well, I, I, I had to well I, catered I, I had an April. I had a I had Whole Foods. <laughs> no. Whole Foods caters uh, my work and... Oh, uh, my one of the meals that they have they do like vietnamese beef and like uh and there's like noodles beef. and stuff and there's all these stuff that you can put on it to make it like build your own vietnamese bowl <laughs> oh, but i like, just take the beef and i put the noodles in it and I put some soy sauce on it and like that <laughs> beef and noodles man That's so it's good. good
2: beef noodles and soy sauce that's that's a classic music. yes that's good <laughs> that's a thanksgiving beef noodle, soy, so, beef noodle soy sauce beef noodle soy sauce but, Americanized uh, it. <laughs> speaking of america this this week's beer of the show, it's as i said before, <laughs> is from Denmark. Uh, it's a Bach. It's Carl. Carl. We need to restart the show. It's no, called no, 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 no. Carlsberg Elephant. Uh, and Chris, you're you're familiar with this? Let, let, let me pop a couple of these. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we don't have them set up. Uh, Chris just
1: handed Nate a already opened beer. A pre-opened. Can it? Yeah.
0: Oh, poppy off there. Yeah, there's another one. This is, I mean, there great. Storytelling. This is great storytelling. So,
2: uh. Let's clank them. Lisa! <laughs> clank. Oh, look out. You got a thumb yeah, uh, Keep uh, it You Keep that too. Keeping it Oh, side. This <laughs> happens quite often. <sighs> we try to be
0: professional about it, but
2: we aren't. Uh, so, Chris, you said that you're kind of familiar with this. So, so I've never heard of this, but you mentioned that you. Yeah, I used to.
0: This is a beer that I used to drink um, when I was in, at school in Waco. For whatever reason, we'd go to this one bar that I wasn't like a huge fan of, but they had Carl, the Carlsbergs there. Uh, I'm not familiar with the Elephant. I didn't know about the Elephant. Yeah, okay. Um, because otherwise we would have to disqualify it from beer to show. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're just familiar with the brewery. Brewery and their other... So they're like flagship beer, I think. Um, it is. It looks very similar. It's mm-hmm. just... Uh, It doesn't have an elephant on it.
2: So this is a Bach. It comes in an elegant can. Uh, Not a can, an elegant bottle. So elegant, it's made of glass, yeah. So elegant, it's made of glass. Uh, My favorite, so it's a 7.2% ABV. Uh, It's a little thick. Um, My favorite, and then we'll get into how we feel about it, is the food pairings on this Danish website for their brewery. Enjoy together with spicy dishes and heavy food, you know, such as... Yellow peas, roasted duck, or fried eel. <laughs> Yum. Instead of, like, burgers Is that what they fried. eat in Denmark? I guess so, and that's their heavy food, is yellow peas. I thought that was funny. Oh, man. <clears throat>
0: that is funny. <clears throat> the duck sounds go. good. Yeah, I gotta get to Denmark <laughs> so I can put some soy sauce and noodles on
1: that. No, no, whip that up. Mm. Delicious. Typical Danish meal. Such <laughs> a man of the world, yeah. The, I think the only other Carlsberg I've ever had was on a ferry in the Irish Sea. I don't think I've ever drank one in the States Jesus besides Christ. this. Yeah. You're just bragging about a lot yeah, of things that was like, it wasn't a like such an undercut. Was fact what was the earlier lose.
0: brag from the pre-show? Um, no, I don't remember, but he had a big brag. I got a flu shot? No. <laughs> <laughs> no there's some other brag. Oh, you had some... eaten dinner or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I said I hadn't eaten dinner. Ah. <laughs> yeah, ah! he ah! <laughs> ah. eat yeah. um,
2: But so, how do you guys feel about this? It, it's I like of, it. It's kind of light.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it kind of takes me back to the shores of Lake Erie, but. Yeah, it takes me back to Yeah, I was on a ferry in the shores of Lake Erie. In <laughs> uh, Gary. Uh. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, I liked it a lot then. I always felt kind of cool because I was drinking and nobody else was. Yeah, I was that guy. (laughs) Still,
1: Carlsberg? What's that? That was me. Like, it's the (laughs) the show. (laughs) Um, Uh,
0: But yeah, I enjoy it. What do you think?
2: Sorry, that was a poorly timed burp. Uh, Yeah, it's good. It's it's just like a light
1: beer. It's your standard light beer. It's got got an interesting interesting flavor. The, like, after... Mm. taste is good. Yeah, yeah. It takes some getting used to, but after a while, you don't... To me,
0: it kind of tastes like a lighter Stella.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Oh, not Stella. Oh. Yeah, I think so are agreeing with me. I'm Guinness. No, but I, I could see Stella. Really? That oh. I don't get. No, I could see a lighter Stella. I had a pint of Guinness the other day, though. A pint of Guinness, oh. when you were on the, <laughs> When you were on the ferry in the... Oh, no, sea. no, no, not that long ago. It was like two weeks ago.
0: Mm. Was it in the Sea? No.
1: Did anything like hit years what, ago? what happened in the IRC? Yeah, was like I was on a boat for a long time. I took a nap. I had oh. a beer. I had I had a Carlsberg yeah. and a Heineken. And then, and then heineken, heineken was terrible. Yeah, uh, Heineken is me. like Lone Star. Yeah, yeah. I feel
2: like this is not Lone Star. Sorry, Keystone. Oh. I feel like this is on par with Heineken. Even similar bottles. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> also, uh, hey, uh, have you ever heard of uh, twelve fluid <laughs> ounces? Uh <laughs> Z- yes, they, they don't mark that they yeah, don't know no, that think, what is that it actually 11.2 is it because it's a metric
1: English yeah measure? they're like wow oh I maybe know. I do not understand yeah but that's uh, I can't do the Danish 33 centiliters is how big this oh. is oh yeah milliliters centiliters 330 no I'm saying milliliters dude. yes 330 milliliters 33 centiliters. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh. That conversion's right. Yeah, it? I think that's accurate. Yeah, it's oh, cool, let's go ahead and... Let's... Ride or die does math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. usually I'm
0: very good at the, the math portion of it. If you guys don't recall... The, the math portion of the, the, portion the ride of or die, there's the... <laughs> if you guys don't... <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you don't recall, there was the, the infamous 42.7 or really. whatever percentage I'm not You don't remember that? that? No. Oh, man, what that was like my greatest <laughs> moment. You yeah. asked me to, like come up with a quick Mm. mathematical like like, (laughs) answer to an equation and I did and I did get it but it was like very tough it was a very difficult one and so I had to do like percentages and fractions in my head real Mm. fast and I did it
1: uh, oh my gosh yeah (laughs) I'm done (laughs) what I remember (laughs)
0: He's messing with me. I'm split. Mind. No, I'm he's not really messing with you. We're about, to go, we're about to lose our clean vocals on iTunes. Well, um, if you haven't Until figured it out yet,
1: we, we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks. We had some scheduling conflicts and some illnesses come up and stuff, and so we're now back together in the same room We're right as with rain. a hot mic, right yeah. as rain. Uh, so we're going to be doing a top of the moment. Ah, oh, I messed it up. A People top, rich. a top of the top of the moment. Top of the top of the <clears> top moment. Where we kind of go over some of the top of the moments that we had in previous uh, weeks and months, and talk about them again. Yeah, we'll work, see if like, revisit, them. revisit them. Yeah, um, but before we do that, we're going to do another top of the moment, and mm-hmm. I think Nate traditionally starts us off. <laughs> so, let's like, yeah. so let's mess it up. Let's not do that. Yeah. Nah. Uh, are we going, that? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: For <laughs> so uh, what my top of the moment is one that. Uh, is hopefully going to spark a little bit of a hot hot conversation. We already um, had it outside. Yeah, we did. <laughs> hopefully, we can uh, rehash Remastered. a little bit of that. But uh, it's we'll MoviePass. Um, I'm sure you've heard of MoviePass. This is the the credit card, really, that or debit card, rather, uh, where you can you pay a monthly fee. It's ten bucks a month, and you can see a movie in the theater. No joke, you can see a new movie in the theater every single day using this. Uh, and how it works, according to their website, moviepass.com. Uh, how it works is you get your card, you sign up, and you receive your card within two to three weeks. You choose your movie. <laughs> That's yeah. so long. Yeah, That's yeah. a long time. Why can't they today. just delete... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> can you get already prime, sparking. Can you get prime? Prime me out? here. <laughs> uh, probably. I'll ask them. Uh, choose your movie. Browse theaters and showtimes on the MoviePass app. And then enjoy the show. So you use your MoviePass card to get your ticket at the box office or kiosk. So to go a little bit more into detail, what you do is you... Uh, and I did look it up, Chris. I've got some, some points here that I wanted to go over. Um you So you you choose your movie through the app. You don't go to Fandango. You don't go to Alamo anymore. I mean, you, you don't go to their website, so I should say. Uh, it's all done through the app. And what you do, apparently, and I, I misspoke earlier, you have to be within 100 yards of the theater based on your phone's GPS. For you to actually check into a movie, so you can do it in advance. I don't know about, excuse me, I don't know about next day. Yeah, but that day. at least. But you can do it that day. Yeah. Okay. As long, but you have to go to the actual movie theater. Or with well, the, I can drive by an Alamo to get to work. Uh, the the road. Road. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So then you choose your movie, and then what what they do is they preload that money on your card, and you treat it just like a normal credit card. Uh, the the movie theater is none the wiser. Uh, they see it as just a normal credit card purchase
0: does this is gonna ruin like Alamo victory rewards and stuff like that but like, yeah just five point <laughs> <laughs> well i know i said what do you mean uh so you know Alamo victory is the are you familiar program. with that it? it's yeah, the yeah. rewards program yeah. that you use when you like buy movie tickets and stuff but if you're buying it through this thing yeah then it's not going to be going through your Alamo Victory account, so you won't be giving it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so same thing with, like, Regal points. Yeah. Like, but when you compare the two, mm -hmm. like, this is obviously a better
2: deal. It doesn't give me free popcorn. But all the money that you're saving, you could buy
1: popcorn, which is what they're counting on.
0: Oh. Yeah. I don't buy popcorn. (laughs)
1: You I just like, wait so you to, get, yeah, I only like get, get it when it's points. free. Yeah, that's kind of what I do too. Yeah, all right. I, I mean, save it up.
0: And I'm like, no, thank you. I'll get the free movie ticket. The
1: number of locations in this area. I put in the zip code for this address. here. Uh-huh. The number of locations in this area is, what is kind of astounding.
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, just for reference,
1: there's one in Bastrop mm-hmm. that takes that takes days. it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So all of the every movie
2: mm-hmm. theater, the City Lights,
0: Enjoy Shine, check it.
2: City lights and Georgetown
0: take it take it mean. to progressive. <laughs> right,
2: while well, well, he's checking that. Uh all the movie theaters that we go to here, uh the Ritz, uh the South Lamo. Yeah, South Lamar South LTO. Um L T L, yeah, Little Texas Lane, oh. the Regal. Uh, all the way out to uh
1: Barton Creek Square at the moment. No. All of these as far west as Bee Cave, as far east as Bastrop. Mm-hmm.
0: What about north?
1: Georgetown.
0: They take it at City Lights? Yeah. Oh, wow. Lights, Yeah, it says here... Um, this is like an independent thing. I mean, yeah. it's not... It's like a chain. No, it's,
2: it's like it's a like regional a small, chain. Yeah. yeah, it's a regional chain. Uh, it mm-hmm. says here one of the FAQs. So Tech Insider, uh, which is a subsidiary of Business Insider, did a Q&A or did like a FAQs on it. And they say that just as many indie movie theaters partner with this as big chains. Um, so just a couple of points that we, we weren't sure about so no movies twice you can't go see the same movie twice uh, you can't go see the same you know you can't use uh, it to purchase movies twice on one day uh, this doesn't include IMAX or 3D um, and, but there's no blackouts you can the, the, the uh, example that Business Insider used is that you can see the new Star Wars on opening day opening night yeah. uh, yep. Its has to be real
0: difficult for you to get the ticket yeah yeah you should go I guess you should
2: go on to, to. But I think the point <laughs> of they're saying is that like there's literally no, <laughs> yeah, there's no blackout days. Um, Movie pass requires. We already said that uh, you to be within a hundred yards. Um, so, and I was kind of talking about it a little bit before we started uh, recording that AMC is a little, a little on the edge, a mm-hmm. little on the fence about this. Um, AMC, well, AMS. Well, AMSB, that's you. <laughs> AMC has said it does not believe that MoviePass has a substantial uh, has a substantial business model, and says it will eventually go out of business. The theater chain's concern is that by the time that happens, people will have gotten used to paying just a few dollars per movie and will stop going to see the movies altogether because of the higher prices. So that's their concern. Uh, MoviePass's CEO, however, is confident in the company's business model and believes AMC's worries will be unfounded. So I don't know how they're making money, uh, what what they're doing. It, they don't really say. Um, it's,
1: well, it's really interesting because the the theaters at, on the one hand have made these partnerships with Movie Pass, mm-hmm. and then on the other hand, they're all upset that this that Movie Pass exists. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's really kind of well, I think it's kind it of a double bluff. Yeah, because. Everyone knows that where theaters make their money is in concessions, mostly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I don't know. I think if the chips are really down, movie theaters don't super care about the ticket revenue as long as they get people in the door and buying concessions. I think what is going on, is it may be in AMC's case... I I could see them... I don't know what the details of the... of the, Or, like, an executive at AMC, I would be trying to get controlling interest in this company. Like, mm-hmm. I would want... Because I feel like the movie theaters should have done this a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, there should have been a consortium of theaters that offered a service like this years ago. Yeah. And they fell behind, and now they need to keep catch back up. And I think that they want to... Take a piece of this business. I think, if I remember right, and I could be wrong, that part of the suit was because it was a revenue sharing dispute. AMC wants a bigger uh, percentage on the revenue from Movie Pass.
2: But that's the thing: is <clears throat> that these movie theaters—they're uh, still seeing every penny of every ticket that anybody you know buys with this Movie Pass because for all they know it is it's just another credit card um like i said movie pass preloads the the money onto your card after you select the movie and then you go in and you just purchase it like you would at you know with any card uh so i don't know i don't i guess i don't understand what the big deal is i, I guess the way that that uh they outline it here in this in this uh article about it being like people are going to be kind of what you said amos be like once they start raising the prices. That's when people are going to get upset. So when this goes away and people have to go back to paying $11, $12 bucks a, a movie,
1: they're going to be upset about it. Right. I mean, we were talking about the value of this plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a flat rate nationwide, $10 a yeah. month. Yeah, it's right on their um, website. And we were talking about, before we started recording, how like, in a metropolitan area... In a major metropolitan area, this is like easily worth like forty, like between thirty-five yeah. and fifty dollars a month if you go to the movies a lot. I mean, easily like this is an crazy, crazy good value for ten dollars a month. I mean, that's what you're paying for Netflix. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know, man. I like I would love something like for something like this to catch on. I just don't know. This is going to be really interesting to watch it shake out over the next year or two. Because I feel like kind of anything could happen with this. Um, it could just go away completely. Um, yeah. it could I think I'm absorbed. interested in getting it at least yeah. just to like ride that train. Yeah, nine ninety five per month. Um, I mean, it's going to be really interesting. So Netflix did this. Yeah, they did a loss leader with their streaming. It was yeah. originally like seven ninety nine a month or something like that. Um, yeah. When I first got it, I was in college, and I'm pretty sure it was like eight dollars a month. Now it's like eleven. Yeah. or uh, maybe and then if you pay for the for a disk subscription or you pay for higher quality streaming like 4k yeah um, then it's like 12 14 15 somewhere in there yeah i'm i'm it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens because they're gonna raise the price this has definitely got to be a loss leader for them like they're trying to get as many people in Nate you were speculating that maybe it was like a an advertising ploy like they were trying to get as much user data as possible. Yeah, that's so that, that they could monetize that. That's the theory of people online, yeah. um, which I think is that's. A, I mean that that could be ultimately be a really really successful business model for them. Um, I just think it's going to be f- interesting when when they raise the price because I don't know when Netflix did that everybody like was really really mad. I was and, more
0: mad that they made you get. I was more mad that they made you decide between the DVDs. Yeah, the stream, I, the and I agree with that. Because I'm I, very I nostalgic about too. the DVDs. Like, yeah. This movie pass mostly just makes me think, is it feasible for me to get my Netflix DVD subscription back going? Because hmm. I love my Netflix subscription. Because you get like movies that you don't... You know, you get basically like any movie that you want to see on DVD yeah. or Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah whereas with the streaming services you're kind of like stuck to like yeah yeah
2: Yeah, the problem i had with that early on uh, and they may have now that people are starting to get away from that physical media and going into the like streaming and stuff is that i would get like a tv show and like the dvds for it but if disc two or three wasn't available they would just ship me four or five you know what i mean (laughs) just whatever one was available next uh, and I don't know if they've addressed that since then. Oh, I, don't sure. know. I, I
0: never, I never used it for television shows because yeah. it, it was too like.
1: I had the disc subscription for like a minute, and then I, I just I went it on years, the... yeah, years. It yeah. was so good. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be real. I'm really interested to see what happens in this space because I, I frankly, I'm surprised that there's not a competitor already. Yeah. Um, I would love to see some competitors. Uh... I don't know, man. I, I I would love a like all you can eat subscription fee going to the movie theater. That'd be awesome. Yeah, or like a restaurant. <laughs> uh, I you know what? That's the new. You thing. know what That's gets a, a bad a rap, and we maybe start a company. maybe it should have a
0: bad rap. I don't know if it should have a bad rap. I haven't been there since I was like seven. Buffets. No, Chinese buffets? No, Chinese buffets. have been there since I was seven. <laughs> Heck, man. Uh, like a Golden Corral. Yeah, I love Golden Corral. Yeah, Golden Corral let's go, ones, dude. Let's go. There's, There's one down right the right right street. street. There's one right yeah. here. Yeah. Well, you guys are pointing in opposite directions. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, well, he doesn't though. Well, we, know. Well, yeah. we, <laughs> we pass, <laughs> Oh no, no, you're right. Oh yeah, he's we passed right. the he's one he's off
1: 35.
2: Right. We passed it all the time. He's right. It's <laughs> up there. So why aren't you like back out, the Well, I'm just pointing out the
0: things. Okay, I'm gonna jump into my top of the moment now. I'm gonna take this opportunity. to squeeze on into the DMs. dude. I want to talk about basketball. And I know you guys don't want to talk about basketball. It's, no, I, I mean, it's not that I we
2: don't this. want to talk
0: about it. This is, a, you don't you want, want to talk about it with it. me. <laughs> you yeah. don't yeah. want to <laughs> talk about <laughs> it with <laughs> anybody. Nate doesn't want to really talk about it. He wants to talk about maybe potentially one of the things on this list. Yeah, let's jump in. I have a list of basketball-related items that I want to discuss. Um, and they're all basically centering on getting me super excited for the new
1: season. Centering.
0: Centering. Uh, so we're all back small back. Forward me- forwarding me too. here. <laughs> um, so I had kind of, um, the last week or so, I've kind of made um, a couple of purchases that are now serving as a, as a ramp up to me getting really excited to the season starting, which will be at the end in like a month or two. Um, along with the releases of some articles from The Ringer. Um The Ringer just earlier this week started maybe maybe it was last week, maybe it was this weekend. But they started releasing uh an article a day focused on the best and worst case scenario for uh individual teams. Uh you guys have talked about the ringer on here before, you guys know I love the ringer a lot. I love the ringer partially because their basketball coverage is really good. Um they've got a lot of strong writers. Uh, writing about with with strong fandoms writing about their teams writing about other teams writing about specific players writing about ideas and concepts they have long form they have short uh, funny uh, they have uh, videos that you can easily watch um, then breaking down things these best and worst case scenarios are getting me really excited for every team I think that of the average person I certainly don't know of wealth about basketball i don't know about basketball on a total scale the nba specifically i don't know every player on every team um i can name a player on every team or should be able to name a player on every team you know (laughs) which is more than like an an average person can do i can Uh, do that yeah i i really like the nba i really like all the i don't like all the teams but like I'm excited about everything so these articles I'd highly recommend if you have any interest in, in, in following the NBA I would uh, recommend uh, checking out the best and worst-case scenarios for your specific team or to learn more about like uh, this the floor and the ceiling for uh, some other teams in the league that you're less familiar with I've linked to the specific best-slash-worst-case scenario for the Boston Celtics I think the rest of the year um, they're gonna be kind of one of those teams that has a lot of eyes on them. Um, with their recent addition, specifically Gordon Hayward in uh, free agency and then adding Kyrie Irving via Blockbuster trade, really, where they trade their folk hero Isaiah Thomas, uh, for Kyrie Irving. Uh so that's that's something that's gonna really bring uh a lot of eyes uh, onto that team specifically, I've shared that article in here. Uh, number two thing that I want to talk about again might be really boring for you guys. I'm anticipating maybe three having more conversation, especially from Nate. Um, heyo. Heyo. <laughs> number two is uh, a book by David Halberstam. Uh, I'm gonna fact check his name uh, in one second, but it's a uh, 1982 uh, book so not very top of the moment but it's a 1982 book written by a he's actually the first um, I think it's Halberstam but uh, David Halberstam he's like the first journalist to um, come out at, against the war in Vietnam or America's like uh, presence in Vietnam he wrote what is widely considered to be the greatest book about basketball um and it's called breaks of the game and the breaks of the game is about specifically the 1979 to 1980 season for the portland trailblazers this is a year after bill walton leaves the team their player two years at their they um one of their best players their best player at the time for certain uh Two years after they won the NBA championship, uh, it follows the team um, going through uh, money challenges, going through cha- like challenges just with the changing of the NBA, going through challenges, of uh, like a lot of racial challenges uh, during the NBA at that time. Uh, the NBA itself hasn't had Magic Johnson and Larry Bird come in. And if you're familiar with basketball, especially uh, the history of basketball, you know that the NBA was dying in the seventies and into the eighties and magic Johnson and Larry Bird are widely considered to be the saviors, the godsends of the NBA as we know it now, um, bringing it to the mainstream, sustaining it. Um, so it's, it's just kind of in this like outlaw land time where it's, it's, everything's just kind of crazy. um, Highly. Uh, so far, I'm, I'm like 70 pages in. Uh, it's about. It's almost 500 pages. Uh, it's been yeah. really engrossing. It's. It's. It's interesting. Uh, he, I believe, he just followed the team around for a year, mm. basically, mm. Uh, and he he writes, you know, about stuff that happened prior to that and stuff that happened after that. So I've got a question. Uh, and maybe
2: it's because, uh, you know, of my ignorance, because I see it as it is now the nba and basketball in general but how is it possible uh, was it just how is it possible that it was almost dying was it just lack of
0: popularity or yeah so it's there are several things so there was a schism between so there were there there's a schism between what people wanted to see in what was happening kind of like it was what, what was being presented to them There was a lot of strife between um i think viewers and fans and the actual like players and product um there were contract issues mm. people it was shortly after so part of the thing one of the things that i'm, I'm reading heavily about right now in uh, the breaks of the game is specific contract negotiations between a couple of the star players so you got marcus lucas is one of them, and he is... uh, Not Marcus Lucas, I forgot his name, but Lucas. Uh, He is... They call him Luke, for short. He is, uh, like, the one of the... Maybe the second-best player on the Portland Trailblazers championship team in the 1977 season. He's going through contract negotiations at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so you go in-depth into those contract negotiations, and you just see that, like, within a 5-6 year span in the 70s contracts went from like 40,000 to $50,000 uh ballooning up because of television broadcasts and because of like agreements between the teams and the television and the league and the television uh markets and everything going up to like 300 to $600,000 um in the 70s yeah and wow. so it's them which you know for inflation you adjust that's like more and yeah. and routinely besides maybe like soccer uh in the world the nba has always had like incredibly high contracts uh high numbered contracts mm-hmm. like steph curry just signed for like 240 million i think uh, which is the biggest contract ever oh, wow. uh i think it's, it's between 204 and 240 million um so the contracts are like crazy but yeah. at that time it was kind of like killing the league, and so I think as I get in there, I'm gonna fully understand a little bit more about why exactly it was dying, but it really was dying. At the same, at the same time, you know, bat baseball is losing its popularity. Similarly, in in scope, and that's all because the NFL was getting really popular. So mm-hmm. like, it's also competing with that. It it just was right after the ABA merged with the NBA. It was kind of like this like hurricane of just bad things happening, yeah. and the basic, complete love for Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and their whole rivalry and their, like, you know, frenemies thing that they had saved the NBA. So, uh, it's right before that. Uh, So that's another thing. As I'm reading that, I really love the history of the NBA. So, like, I really love learning more and more about that stuff. Uh, One of my favorite books is The Book of Basketball by Bill Simmons. So, the last thing, I'll just, like, touch on it at the end here. Uh, because I realized that I just, I stole this show by talking about it <laughs> Um, is I also just purchased the NBA 2K, NBA 2K18, the new, uh, the newest version came out. Uh, it was supposed to come out, it came out on the 19th officially. I got it early, but I, I liked the pre, uh, pre-purchase. Wow. Uh, I got it out early. Yeah, I got it on like the 15th or something. Uh, so I've been playing that for a little bit. <clears throat> I don't know, I'm just so ready, I'm just so <laughs> excited, I'm just so excited for the NBA season to start. I'm thinking this year, maybe I'm going to get one of those, like, uh, season passes or whatever. One of them season passes you yeah. I have NBA TV. You have, whoa, what's going on yeah. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> yeah, here? i That's sorry, I I have NBA thing. TV. <laughs> you have, like, the channel NBA TV. Mm. So they have, they also have, like, the, I don't know, it's not, like, MLB TV, where you can watch, like, any game you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I want to...
1: Are you talking about, like, the streaming package? Yeah, yeah I don't know if I, I know, know what it's yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know if I can get a streaming package for it.
1: I but all it was I was really... Like NBA... It's got a fancy name. Yeah. Like, a Sunday Ticket, but... Yeah,
0: like. it's a NBA... Um, it's not Center Ice. It's NBA... Uh... <laughs> NBA Center Ice. <laughs> I think it's Center Ice, right? I think that's the NBA NBA NHL one. Yeah. yeah. It's NBA, like... Uh, Center court. Front or like court.
1: Center front court. court. Front court, is it? Maybe. I don't know. court. I I front center. <laughs> anyway, you should but, get it.
0: Yeah, I should get it if I can. Uh,
1: I have a question for you. Yeah. Is LeBron... Is, <laughs> is LeBron going to the Lakers? I don't know. It's, it's too confusing what is
0: going on with LeBron. I mean, it's not confusing. I know exactly what's going on with LeBron. Uh, it's too... It's too early to tell. As crazy as that seems, it's next year yeah. that, that that this could potentially happen. Right. But he's too much of a, like a question mark for me. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think anybody really thought he was coming back to Cleveland. Yeah. I don't think people fully grasped that he was going to go to Miami when he did that. Yeah. Everybody's talking about him going to LA. I don't think that he goes. I, I think mean, I, I
1: can't. <laughs> I think that he's going to do it. I think he's going to do it because I think that that he sees that as his mark on history that he sees like maybe <clears throat> going to three different franchises and winning a championship that's he
0: maybe but couldn't he conceivably i mean whether or not they're there it really depends on if Paul George goes there that's what i think right now yeah. if they if Paul George goes to LA then LeBron might go to LA i
1: just think that he knows that he like a lot of people talk about him and Michael Jordan in the same conversation right mm-hmm. like but everybody, I think the consensus is still that Jordan's the greatest. But I think that it's very, like... I mean, it's contentious. It's contentious, majority, it's contentious yeah, it's but, contentious. like, yeah, I think most people, if you put a gun to their head and you said, which one's better, Jordan or LeBron... Pippen. <laughs> but I think that he is very concerned with his trademark impression on the National Basketball Association, mm-hmm. and I think that he might see that as going to these different franchises yeah. and, he, like, leading. And, he and like very his presence alone lifts yeah. them to he,
0: the, he, the... Much like Michael Jordan, he wants to own a team eventually, mm-hmm. and, like, going to L.A. could provide him with more financial yeah. uh, means. LeBron, like,
1: the Lakers is an extremely good fit for him, too. Like, his style, his persona, his... Yeah. that That basketball culture in Los Angeles, yeah. like... But I mean, see what I would what I would do, which he's
0: not going to do because they can't make it happen. But if he went to New York, that would be I think that that would be better. Mm-hmm. What need What the NBA really could use right now? One is more parity, but two is uh, uh, New York to be good. New York to be a team that doesn't necessarily win the championship, but is good and yeah, they haven't. Been, yeah, yeah, they haven't been since the 90s, no. like the mid 90s or whatever, mm. like 1998. So that's if he could save New York, I think that would be much better. I get the, prob- the problem... I guess the problem is like yeah, 18th championship.
1: Absolutely. The problem I think is that the pieces are sort of in place in LA, and mm. I don't know that they really are in, at the Knicks.
0: Hmm. <clears throat> that is fair. Yeah. So anyways, we I've taken up too much time with, <laughs> with basketball. I will fully. Admit That's okay. It Mine will be psyched. pretty short. I'm just super psyched on basketball. Super psyched.
1: So I'll uh, finish this out here before we launch back into our our top of the top of the moment. Mine's really quick. I've <laughs> talked about um, Song Exploder before. It's a podcast by Rishikesh Shurway. I probably butchered his name again. Butcher. <laughs> but um, it's a podcast uh, where they basically take an artist and they kind of explode the song and they break it down into its component parts, you know, the guitar part and the bass part and the drum part and the, you know, the synth part and the backing vocals and stuff. Uh, Well, Song Exploder has partnered with Google and they did a virtual reality 360 YouTube thing uh, that's called Inside Music. And it's basically just a virtual reality version of the Song Exploder podcast. And so when you launch it, you get kind of dropped in. You can do it on your phone, um, and we'll have links in the show notes, of course. Uh, But you, when you launch the app, you're like you're dropped into this sort of black room with these icons everywhere, and you select the song that you want, and then you can kind of look around and you hear directional audio from. So they'll be like, on your front left is the drums, on your front right is the guitar, on your on your rear right is the bass and on your rear left is the vocals mm-hmm. and you can it's much more complicated than that but you can look around with your phone and touch the different ones the song will start playing mm-hmm. and you can touch and turn on and off the different components of the song and it's just a cool little project they did Yeah, um, and it's just fun to play with and it's a really it's a nice match because I think Song Exploder is a pretty cool original idea for a podcast And I kind of was... When I first started listening to Song Explorer, I was surprised nobody had done it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And then partnering with the kind of cutting-edge VR tech at a place like Google is really cool. I mean, I could see them doing... Like, it would be awesome if they kind of did an episodic version of this app, like where... They would really... Anytime, like, a new Song Exploder episode come out would come out, you'd have the, like, VR version that you could go do, too. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely worth it. You know, it only takes a couple of minutes to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely really cool. And I'm sure it's much, much better if you have one of the VR headsets and, like, a good pair of headphones. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That,
0: I mean, it does seem like something that I want to... When we tried it out, the internet was going a little bit slow, so it yeah. was, like, cutting in and out. And <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, if they... I originally uh, heard the song that was on there I thought it was a excuse me a Juana Molina song Uh, it wasn't it was a Perfume Genius song but either way still an awesome song Uh, Perfume Genius is is dope so like getting to mess around with some songs that are currently fresh new new songs uh, fun to do and to to stay up on some music that's that's brand new yeah that isn't by brand new but is brand new
1: have you guys listened to, last week. maybe we can actually use this, I know that this is a, a top of the moment for me, like a long time ago, but have you guys ever checked out Song Exploder? Uh, I think I've
0: listened to an episode before, but talking about it is definitely something that I, I
1: want to listen to, like yeah. I want to go to work and I want to listen to something. Yeah, yeah, like I never really listen. get into it. I them. always think, forget They're cool too, because I, I don't know, every. I feel like every podcast I listen to is like longer than a half hour. Yeah. Um, and the Song ones are cool because they're like 12, 15 minutes. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I, I have a hard time learned. with a podcast because I I can't like work and listen to a podcast. I don't have to I work and listen to music. Me too. Uh, the spoken word is lost on me. I know, it's mm-hmm. like I just key in on it and I just yeah. end up sitting there. And my just commute is in. not far enough. <laughs> it's not long enough. To I'm it. lucky there. I wonder how <laughs> ironic this is for, like, if somebody does listen to this and they're at work. <laughs> yeah. Weird. It's probably very distracting. <laughs> I know, I know tons true. of people that can do it. Yeah, pop I on, do, pop on, yeah, pop yeah a lot of people I can. I can't, I can't do I that. it
0: at all. Yeah. I do struggle with it. One, either my work or my retention
1: of the material. Shows. Right, It's one or the other. Yeah. yeah. But cool. <laughs> all, right.
2: Uh.
1: <laughs> all right, so let's do our top of the top of the moment. We've got a list of things we went back through as we do combed through our previous episodes took a look at our top of the moments from those and uh got a little list here that we want to talk we'll yeah. about revisit a little bit yeah what do we want to start I with? Could, do you mind if i start just just going going real, it, real quick my right right mind <laughs> split even soon
2: <laughs> uh oh i should have segued into even soon but <laughs> uh no real quick um, tom scott uh, oh yeah, remember, yeah, yeah, Tom yeah, yeah. things um, you might not know he, Yeah, he's got like a whole YouTube channel mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know he's a British guy, uh, British right? Yeah, 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 British guy who's like who has a YouTube uh, channel super interesting and enthralling YouTube mm-hmm. channel It just goes over things uh, but this was sort of a, a funny and I put we'll put it oh. in the, sh- the uh, show notes I don't know if you've seen it but if not, uh, check it out after it's like a minute and a half but uh, the whole premise was like The setting on the toaster, because, you know, it's like one, two, three, or four, or whatever. Mm -hmm. The setting on the toaster does not correspond with time, or with uh, minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're like, okay, so we put four toasters four (laughs) like, one, like, one's, like, uh, you know, this really, like, cheap toaster, all the way up to, like, this really fancy toaster. Yeah. Uh, And he starts them all at the same time, and as he's talking, um, he's like, they, you know, pop up before a minute. The very last one, pops up within a fraction of a second from a minute and he, the guy behind the the camera's like that was like exactly, it's like, and it just blew everything that he was talking about oh. out of the water. And he's like, "You've got to be that's kidding a, me!" That's a Chris Willis move. Yeah, make yeah. an
1: argument, and then as you're making the argument, refute your argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blows up your face. But I mean, all of them,
2: all of, I think out of the four or five, that was the only one that like popped off. Well, what off does it
0: correspond to then? I don't.
2: I, I don't think. I don't know anything. That's I think a good it, point.
1: I had never really thought about that. I mean, I thought about it, but. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. we just you make just it? Minutes put it right. And, in the, yeah. Well, I don't know who toasts
2: bread for like three minutes. I guess that it's hard because it depends. Right? It's, it's
1: highly variable depending on what type of bread and like. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: and like you know, and, your and, toaster and can your toasts are like to, to increase. Yeah, like and a, like a skill, a boat, <laughs> like I don't know skill functionality. Point. Skill point.
1: Your and like your preference for toast yeah would be wildly different from mine. Yeah, that's why I
2: always go right in the middle, whatever yeah. the scale is. I'm but I guess that's right right why, though,
1: because you wouldn't you would rather have like a just a sort of arbitrary scale as opposed yeah. of like brownness yeah. as a pro- as opposed to like this is one minute, five minutes, etc. Yeah,
2: but I wanted to mention that real quick because I thought it was funny because <laughs> like it, funny. you have I to wait until one. like the last, the very last, and it pops up. And it's <laughs> like it's like fifty nine point nine seconds. Uh, they have a, a little stopwatch on the clock and or on the screen that just like stops right there yeah. and the guy's like, that was exactly one minute. <laughs> and he's like, you gotta be kidding me because he just like blew his, his up, whole theory out, up, like, out of the whole thing. That's, so <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. I'm also
0: I'm also a go lighter guy and then if I need to toast it, yeah, work like your way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, rather like
1: go under than yeah, go absolutely. Under. It's over. Like, you you take it's by. like temperature. You can always put more clothes yeah. on. But you, can't, you, you, you can always put more toast on there. I don't know.
0: Yeah. You, you misunderstood me. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Well, do you have another one that you want to jump in, in on uh, to start us off? I kind of poorly segued into Even
2: Steven, so I'll kind of go off of that. Even Steven's Sandwich Shops, this is kind of a twofer. Uh, Even Steven's Sandwich Shop, There, if you guys remember, there's a the sandwich shop that for every sandwich you buy, like the Toms of, san- of sandwich shops, uh, every sandwich you buy, they give another sandwich or they give the fixins for a sandwich to a local um uh homeless shelter so then you know you're essentially giving a homeless person a sandwich as well um so they just recently had their even stevens Give stock festival uh, a couple of maybe a couple of weeks ago uh, that which was also one of my tops at the moment in uh, utah, ra- right? it, yeah in utah um, outside of uh, salt lake uh, they had dr dog joshua james um a couple of local artists some really you know big names for like a super cheap ticket um but just a reminder go to evenstevens.com and enter austin well I, if even if you don't live here enter austin uh austin texas we're right on the verge of these guys they've they've had meetings about austin um mm-hmm. that they've looped us in on uh so we're right on the verge of having these guys come here because we really think that uh, that you
1: know they could do some good here, feed some homeless people. Yeah. So we're right on the verge of getting them to open a location here. A location here, yeah. Ooh. which would be big because it, it would, would be big.
0: the f- it would be the farthest away from like home base. I think that they've gone. Oh it's yeah, like yeah. Or, where are their other locations?
1: So
2: they're they're based out of Salt Lake, but right. they've got locations in Denver, like
0: Colorado, yeah.
2: yeah uh, Idaho, 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 Arizona. There's a few. Yeah, um, Four Corners area. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But, uh, yeah, it's real simple. Like I said, it's just evenstevens.com. Scroll down a little bit. There's this huge section that says, where should we go next? Where should Even Stevens go next? And just enter Austin, Texas. And do that about 20 times. <laughs> and
1: then, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, a small aside based on things coming to Austin, companies coming to Austin. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Amazon recently announced that they're looking for another location mm-hmm. for their second North American headquarters. Yeah. yeah. And Austin was on the list. Yeah. Would you guys want an Amazon headquarters in Austin or no?
0: I think that I would because yeah. there's always interesting test stuff that goes around, yeah. or goes on around it. Right. Like the, um, the right. cashierless store. Yeah, yeah, the
1: convenience store thing.
0: Which I hate. I don't want that to be a thing. But like, oh, if really? it's tested out here, like that's cool.
1: Oh, I'd love that to be a thing.
0: No, I don't want that to be a thing. Why? I want amazon to be here but i don't want i don't want there to be a situation to where we eliminate more jobs you know what i'm saying Yeah. but unless so jobs maybe i'm not trying to make this a political thing uh human interaction i Uh, don't want more human interaction to be erased so i don't i'm not pro that i'm Anti that, I'm always been obviously. <laughs> I've always been anti like uh, increased technology, like increased prevalence of technology. Yeah. It's been a benefit, and like it's been good, and like I enjoy my life. But at the same rate, I think that I would like enjoy my life more. In in some ways, maybe more than if technology hadn't grown at such a fast rate. Yeah. And I think that just eliminating. You know, because some people going into the store—that's the only human interaction they have that day—are going into like a convenience store and just buying something from the person there. That's the only person they talk to that yeah, day. Yeah, if they're like me, they're thankful for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: but I mean, I see what you're saying. But we're kind of—if it's not Amazon, it's gonna be somebody else. Because we're already going that way. You go to the HGP, Yeah, and that's it's true. Going to be, you know. But
0: that was—that was not to say. You know, your original question was, "Do I want?" Would I like Amazon to be here? And I think, yeah, that'd be yeah, good. Agree.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. As long as they... Yeah. I don't know. I'm, on the, I'm on the All I think it would bring, like... I mean, this city is so, like... It would bring a lot of people, but at the yeah. same rate,
0: I've always been the... I've With that as well, I've always been against the people saying that Austin's getting too big and, like, we don't need these people. Like, go home and, like, don't come into my city or whatever. Yeah. I hate that mentality. I think yeah. that that's yeah, like no, a, sh- like that. a terrible like that, mentality. And I don't want to... If if a big business were to come here, uh, I don't want to look at it as like a, 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 a negative because more people are going to come here. Hmm. I think it's a, a positive. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know what... Is it just an office?
1: No, it's like their head. I mean, they, they, they want it to be like their number two headquarters in North America. I, I don't think that it's going to come to Austin. Yeah, I, I don't. What are some of the? You know some of the other ones. Denver, uh, Boston. Yeah, it's, it's kind of your, your standard like yeah. major American mm-hmm. metropolitan. Dallas Fort Worth. I actually think Dallas Fort Worth is a really good candidate because there's, tons, they, of there's there. tons of space There's tons of space. Um, but yeah, but they tend to like they tend to like to put their their establishments like in downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Chicago is one of them. Um. Yeah, I, don't think I mean, to do that here. they they would have yes. trouble doing it here. Yes. Inside, they could do maybe. it. They could do it West Side, where because in Sil- Silicon Hills, yeah. there's like an Apple campus out west, and yeah, there's, yeah. There's a bunch true. of Stuff out there, and yeah. there's a good amount of space. I don't think they're gonna come here though. I think that well, know. we shall see. Okay, cool.
0: I mean, we're like what one of the biggest tech cities in the world now. Yeah. So, uh, I will I will jump into one thing that I that I talked about. Just I mean in other things later but like right now uh one of the things that i talked about and then fastidiously adhered to for like a solid three-week period was pitchfork's overlooked albums of 2017 that came out in the middle of summer uh and then Nate you surfaced Noisy's list of the same which I took issue with because it was called something like the best most overlooked lists, which was yes. like what uh, so I listened to both of those lists in like their entirety there are a couple that I missed there are a couple albums that I missed because they either weren't on Spotify or like weren't on Big Game or something um I couldn't listen to them I so went through those I trolled through those lists got a couple albums that I really did love Juana Molina is one of those uh, that I, I found on this uh, pitchforks overlooked albums of 2017 I believe uh, there's an a Spencer Radcliffe and everybody else uh, that was another album of, of that I really liked this year for the most part I didn't I think that some some of it was kind of I've always been the like I've always been a harsh or uh, a light critic of music and music taste, but I'd think that these uh, some of these albums were overlooked for, a reason. for reasons. Oh, for good yeah. reasons, yeah. Like some weren't overlooked at all. Like some were just kind of like, "What? That's not an overlooked album." Kalani's uh, "Super Sexy Sweet Cool" or whatever uh, was on that list, and like she's like a second tier headliner at like Sound on Sound Fest, oh. and like. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's not an over-linked yeah. album. Over <laughs> yeah. She has, like, millions and millions of plays. Uh, so I just thought that that was really interesting. It was the case... One thing that I noticed is that the noisy list was a little bit more obscure than the pitchfork list was. It was a little... Okay, so it was, in some cases, less obscure, but in some cases, in most cases, more obscure. <laughs> which I thought was kind of interesting. Because that's kind of pitchfork's gambit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm up. You know, I've listened to a lot, a lot of albums this year, and this these two lists really, uh, really kind of helped me. Helped me get those, uh, add those numbers to it. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that was my update of, of after I, I listened to that list, read that list, was like <laughs> read and listened. So
2: overall, do you think? Do you? From what you've been able to listen to, do you overall agree with it? That there's a lot of... That, for the most is part... Is it mostly
1: accurate? Is, yeah, it's it mostly accurate? I mean, That's overlooked
0: is such a hard barometer for anything, right? Like, overlooked by who? Who sent, like... People. Yeah, like, <laughs> what people is it aimed at? Yeah. Because, you know, a Juana Molina album isn't aimed at the same people that are going to listen to a Taylor Swift album. Right. So it's overlooked in what capacity... Is it overlooked by, like, your own people rating the albums? Which is not the case. I went into several of them, and, like, Pitchfork had, like, 8.0 ratings for some. So it's, like, it's not overlooked even by you. <laughs> so, like, who is it overlooked by? Yeah. Are you going to, like, using Metacritic Score? Or, yeah. like?
1: Is it, like, is that just a headline a grabber? Yeah. Grabber? yeah. Like a- I think
0: it's albums that, like, don't have Best New Music and they don't have best new music and um you know they aren't at like a specific rating and they they just like don't
1: i don't know yeah, yeah. you know what you mean though like it 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 does kind of seem like uh we need i mean i don't want to necessarily level unfair criticism against somebody like Pitchfork but it's it is kind of like well we gotta have a piece like we, we need a list for, yeah. for this particular spot. Like let's do the let's do overlooked albums. Do you think they were phoning it in? Uh, I don't want I don't know I don't know about phoning it think It's, in. it's more it about in, yeah, it's more like it it's more like we it's a filler, you know, it's like you gotta do something. And like some of them are definitely overlooked, but then others like you said, they're getting like eight eight eight-point scores on their reviews. Yeah, and, and so it's, it's like, just kind of like, like, why well, but is you that... Didn't, why did you include it in your overlooked album if, like, you review your outlet reviewed it and gave it a really yeah. good score? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I guess, I don't know. It, it. Yeah, it's hard.
0: I really do think that the noisy one was a little bit more on point. Hmm. And that's not yeah, originally the... That's not originally the goal that... Uh, that... I had when I, like, talked about the Pitchfork one. Nate did, like, bring that one up. Uh, but I do think that it was more accurate, and I, I've i been less experienced with uh, Noisy than I have with Pitchfork, so I I think that that's an organization. Or I know that they're, like, Vice's offshoot, and I don't really like Vice, but I guess I do like their music <laughs> publication, so yeah. that's something that I am going to check a little bit more often.
1: Hmm. So. Noisy. Yes. No, I Allison Crutchfield. Was that one of yours? Yeah, so I added those
0: both in there. So Allison Crutchfield and Waxahachie because they're sisters. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember. So uh, Waxahachie is Katie Crutchfield and Allison uh, Crutchfield. Um, They both released albums this year. I I went and I watched Waxahachie. I went and I went to a Waxahachie show uh, a couple, maybe like a month ago. Uh, so I actually got to see him, this is, you know, her, Waxahachie's album came out on July 14th, and Allison Crutchfield's, if you remember, came out, like, in February. And so I was talking about how, like, that album was really good, and then the Waxahachie album, like, everything was on, painting on, like, written on the wall that it was gonna be really good, too. It is really good, it's one of my favorite of the year. Um, but then I went and saw him, and it was a pretty great experience, but I put them mostly on here to talk about a little about meeting them uh, yeah i met them at cheer so we went to mohawk and i met them at cheer up charlie's um just like after the show and when i say met them i didn't like run into them apparently my buddy jeremy had played a show with allison crutchfield um like years pr- previously and so he wanted to go up and like talk to her and so he kind of forced me to come with mm-hmm. and so i had like very awkward interactions with both of the sisters so much so that katie crutchfield uh the kind of like figurehead of waxahatchie kind of just awkwardly left <laughs> <laughs> um, and i like didn't want to even like go up there and do it because i'm 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 very i've always been kind of like listen like if i the only reason that i'm going up to talk to you is because you're famous like what's the point of me going up and talking to you like i'm only going to talk about you being famous if i like if that's the only impetus for me to like start a conversation with you then it's not really a conversation that i want to have if that makes sense it's yeah. not like it sounds like what i'm saying is like i'm against uh celebrities and like i'm anti-celebrity but it's not it's like i want if i was to meet you i would want the conversation to be organic and to be like a real conversation and not just based solely off of you being good at something (laughs) and that's what this entirely was so i was like oh how do you like austin i was started off with like your show was great and she was like thank you and i was like how do you like Austin? And she was like, yeah, Austin's good. And I was like, you were just here recently, right, with the new pornographers. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, cool. (laughs) And then, uh, and then I like stopped talking and just waited for Jeremy to stop talking and then she left. (laughs) It was very uncomfortable. Uh, Crutchfield sisters, if either of you end up listening to this, which I doubt that you will. Uh, I apologize. I was that weird. I was one of the weird guys whose friend forced him to come uh, interrupt you while you're just trying to enjoy a beer after a show. Um, I didn't. It's part of the job. It's part of the part part job. Of the job. <laughs> uh, speaking of
2: uncomfortable, I, this is one I really wanted to touch on because Chris was a big favorite of yours. Uh, the chairless chair. You'll, it's you'll so have gone. to catch me. Noonie's chairless one. chair. This is the wearable Oh, the wearable oh, yes. chair-able that you can sh- that you strap <laughs> to your legs, um, and it looks like you uh, have something going on with your legs, uh, but you can position it so that you can sit. Yes, and, I do recall. And Chris, when I... Did you get one? <laughs> yes, I did. Did you really? And I tested it for a month, um, and I'm wearing it currently. <laughs> 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 uh, you would never know. Um... But yeah, this is a this was an honorable mention that I wanted to throw in just for Chris. It's so it dumb. Was, it was murder the first time around. It's so dumb. Why don't you get one? It sounds expensive. Also, I think it, it sounds expensive. You would never it use expensive? it. I, I'd never sit. That's true. You would never <laughs> use it. Um, no, I, I think it's. I think that
0: they're like still in that early like. Oh, uh, wasn't
1: it a Kickstarter? Thing? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. financing or, stages. I don't know. Stuff. I mean, if
0: they ever hear it, I don't want them to think port. Poorly of this, either. Chase your dreams. Chase your standing sitting dreams.
1: Yeah.
0: Make this chair. People will buy it. I don't know. The look done. Everybody. Like, go for it. Everybody. It the also might be a really bad idea. Yeah,
2: every, it might be a really bad idea. Everybody in the promotional videos was smiling wow. as they were going from standing yeah. to sitting, yeah. seamless looking. Yeah, they're paid actors.
1: How
0: <laughs> often, like, at what percentage Not is a there a actor. failure? On the sitting apparatus, and like it just fucked you up. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse my language. We're gonna lose. You mean that like clean, what is the perc- what well, like? How ears.
1: often does somebody try and sit down with it, and they just crash and it just
0: and burn. doesn't. Yeah, it crashes and burns. Either that seat doesn't go down, and so it just jabs you, <laughs> or like it doesn't stay up, and so it just goes down, and you just fall down. Like how? What are the percentage <clears throat> of failures?
1: Uh. Let me, uh, uh. It's gotta be. Oh, surely there's data on that. <laughs> Let me pour through the data
0: real quick. Uh. <laughs> Jealous checks, I uh, mean, if it's
1: anything more than like. If it's anything more than 10%, it's
2: a non starter. Nah, dude. Uh, Pinterest, thesun.co.uk, and the and Fortune. The sun? And Fortune. <laughs> all love it. Raining reviews. Raving reviews. Raining? <laughs> this is raining reviews is this <laughs> this on is Not good, not bad, reviews. just. Neutral, <laughs> <Just get laughs> neutral rated.
0: reviews. No, I think it's done. I <laughs> you think, think it's those, over. I think it's over already. <laughs> I hope <laughs> it never gets started. You're calling this one. There's gonna be something where Miley Cyrus uses one of these chairless chairs, and then everybody has to have a chairless chair. Miley Cyrus or T Swift?
1: Are you calling it the right thing? What is he saying? Chairless, chairless chair. chair.
0: Is that right? That's they put it in quotes. Okay,
1: I, I'm sure. It sounds way off to me for some reason. That's no, from chairless a chairless company. Chairless chair. Cherish her. Cherish, Cherish that chair.
0: Cherish your chair. Yeah, one of the major celebrities is going to use it. Maybe KP, Katy Perry. Death. Christophe Porzingis, if we're getting back Hang into basketball.
1: On. You have, if you say KP, and then you have to say Katy Perry afterwards. Like. And then, yeah, she can't have
0: the KP nickname. Christoph Porzingis has it, right? That's true. Yeah. Kyler Perry. Kyler Perry. Kyler. Kyler Perry. Kyler. Uh yeah so i don't know if there was Chairless chair uh honorable mention of what i don't know uh top of the top of the top of the, the moment it's an honorable mention it made it into it it's a regular mention <laughs> twice now no. <laughs> we <laughs> we keep bringing him in uh, i need
1: to um i need to watch some so i finished all of season one of batman beyond that was one of my uh, top things yes moments. dude yes a while back now, so have you watched, like, all that's available? Or are in you season just going, going through season yeah. I'm one? I'm just going, I'm going linearly. Through. chronological. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I haven't bought the second season yet, but I'm going to soon. There's only three, right? I think it's only three, yeah. Only three seasons. Yeah, it's God. a bummer. And there's, like,
2: 20-something each season. He's just <laughs> Whoa, being sour. Just ignore him. Um, no, I love that. I'll, I'll have to, like, go back and watch yeah, it you again. you got to. Uh, the original... Um, Batman. Batman TAS, the animated series, yeah. was on
1: uh, Amazon Prime. Yes, it was. Uh-huh. I, watched yeah, I watched. Yeah, I was. Things. I was yeah, rewatching yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And it's good. It's it good. it's yeah. crazy. I think I mentioned this in our. I think in, I, in, I checked
0: it, out because Scarecrow in one of the first episodes. And Scarecrow is weak as heck. Yeah, and and I was like, I, oh, love, I love that Scarecrow. I like, I love Scarecrow. I feel like. I, I think I I've mentioned this
1: before, but it's crazy to look at how the. Animation changed from that early '90s, yeah. And then, like, look at something like Batman Beyond, and it's just like completely different. There's like, sleek. It's, yeah, it's sleek, it's and you, you can so tell that they're starting to like use computers and stuff to yeah. do the animation. There's just like in the in the Batman animated series, there's like, you know, there's the messiness to it. It's yeah. kind of nice. There's like, you can see these extra like pencil strokes in some of the drawings as they're moving around. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. I also saw the 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 teaser trailer for the Punisher. I that's heard good. that it was good. Um, yeah, it's good. It looks pretty good, but it just made me like want. Is that um, a Netflix show? Or is it a it's movie? An, it's a Netflix show, I think. I think they um, have all of those. Uh, and <laughs> I, it just made me want a live action Batman Beyond. Yeah, dude, it's, like, I don't fun. think you're ever gonna get a live action I Batman, Batman Beyond, right? Like, right? Damn, probably not. I don't know. There's some hope, like in the uh, Batman Arkham video games. There were a lot yeah. of like uh, Batman Beyond DLC. So yeah, were, one of the oh, skins. Really? Yeah, like they would let you, you, you could wear the the new suit, the suit and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's that some hope there, in that. I think marginal, coming back. Marginal. Um, uh, but yeah, that shit just holds up so well. It does. That shoot just holds up so well. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the second and all of it, and I'll report back. Yeah. Post haste. Yeah. Uh, well, the last. Top of the top of the moment that I
2: want to touch on um, is the NASA live stream uh, YouTube channel. Oh,
1: yeah,
2: it's still there. Um, they're still live streaming. I don't know. Do you guys know? Actually, let me look it up. Well, I'm curious if you would know off the top of your head what time zone the ISS is in. Zulu. Uh, what?
0: I would. I'm gonna guess Greenwich. Yeah, Greenwich, Greenwich, Greenwich Mean Time. Zulu. Oh, is that Zulu? Yeah. Uh, it's yep. in GMT.
2: Coordinated Universal Time, UTC.
0: Which is equivalent to Greenwich Mean Time. Right. Yeah. Um but yeah, they're
2: They've still got up it. Up, they're still up there, they're still GoPro or whatever they do. Go on GoPro. The <laughs> views are still gorgeous. <laughs> the music still gorgeous.
1: Uh huh. Are they uh, walking right now? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, it's actually sad news with the NASA. What's that? Um, Cassini, which was a pro... R.I.P. Re- exactly, that's what I was saying. She, <laughs> oh, that's the uh, sad news? Yeah. She did her job. No no good anymore. No. Good. Nah, well, she. Yeah, she, she did what, did what she went out to do. and uh, she, she went got out on a fiery blaze of glory. She got in. that
2: last pick. Didn't well,
0: work. from what I've learned so far in the breaks of the game, <laughs> you got to cut an older player... <laughs> when it's, yeah, it's, yeah, when but it's man, like listen, past its prime, you gotta be, you gotta be okay. It's a busy horse. But Voyager it's is the break of the game. Going. It's the break of the game, Cassini. <laughs> Cassini wasn't as strong as Voyager. No, That's true. Voyager is still thinking. going. Oh man, I'm not gonna get into this because this is gonna take like 10 minutes to explain what it is. I don't even know what it is. Never mind. Let's just move on. Are you talking about the
1: Helioshock?
0: No, I'm talking about this uh, video from John Boyce who does. He works for SB Nation, and he does, like, Chart Party, and he does, like, Pretty Good. And there are all these, like, really good videos um, that are available on YouTube. But he did this series of video that's, like, an intense endeavor that he did that was basically the history of football uh, in 20, uh, 2017, 17, 2, or something like that. Some, like, crazy number. And football is basically... The stars of his story are uh, yeah. Voyager 1 and Voyager 2. <laughs> or, like, what is it? No, it's not Voyager. It's it's what's 9 and what's 10?
1: Oh, uh, Pioneer?
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Pioneer 9 and Pioneer 10 are, like, two of the stars. <laughs> That's the thing. Cool. And they get, like, sentience somehow <laughs> after, like, that long of being I out. I don't know. It's understand. crazy. It's crazy. Being I can't explain it. it. And that's why I should have just not explained it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But football
0: in that year is uh, tornadoes and tornado chasing or something like that. It's weird, it's hard to explain.
1: Yeah, I don't follow that at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to explain. Check it out. Check it out. All right, well, do you guys have any other top-of-the-moment callbacks you want to make? Yeah, before, I threw the uh,
2: chairless chair in there and I'm happy. Yeah, as long it's as nice we got a chairless like, chair, I'm, I'm satisfied.
0: satisfied. We're, we're good. I'm good. Uh, I just
1: cannot wait to get Whataburger. Oh, man. Jealous. Whataburger time. I'm, I'm going to spaghetti. Um, if you want to see top-of-the-moments from all of our past episodes, you can go to ride or and look through... <laughs>
2: sorry just, I'll to explain that and, that
1: uh, look through all of our uh, archives you can listen to past episodes there and you can also look at all the show notes and it'll show you all of our top of the moments and stuff um, writer die blog at gmail.com is our email address definitely send us some feedback and uh, that's it I think yeah Are we sure? Sure?
0: yeah I'm good
2: have a top of the moment hope you, you got, got your money's good. worth Wait wait for it to kill out. I can see how it's behind. I'm afraid if we stop it Uh-oh. it'll cut off.